0: Hi fellow brain pickers, this is episode 99 of the Can I Pick Your Brain show and I'm really excited because we're going to be talking about the five keys to scaling your business. We talk about team building, strategic partnerships, creativity, systems, influences and much more hey guys do me a massive favor by the way if you can hit that subscribe button i'm currently ranked in the top 40 in itunes and i really desperately want to hit the top 10 and you can help me by just hitting that subscribe button if you haven't already all right here comes the show hey fellow brain pickers how would you like to get featured as a guest on multiple podcast shows like this one and get massive exposure my company getfeatured.com will get you featured on targeted shows will design you a custom bio page pitch you to the host prepare you for the shows and promote you so you get even more brand exposure head over to getfeatured.com to get major publicity for your brand Welcome to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast, where successful entrepreneurs get their brains picked so you can apply mindset tricks and game-changing tactics that will help you become unstoppable. Now, here's your host, Daniel Geffen. Hey, fellow brain pickers, and welcome to episode 99 of Can I Pick Your Brain. My guest today is a lawyer by education, but entrepreneur at heart with over... 12 years of experience in the web and mobile world. Yoav Adomi has started multiple revolutionary companies including one of the first live video solutions which became the market leader in the cellular content and services market. Oh, and by the way, this was before the smartphone was even created and he did this while he was still in law school. Today, He is the co-founder of SwiftTick, the world's leading do-it-yourself mobile app solution, enabling small businesses to turn their customers' smartphones into tools for driving revenue. It currently powers more than 1 million small business apps around the world. Now, here's a little wrap I put together to help introduce him. Here he goes. He plays guitar, didn't get very far, but in the world of tech, he sets the bar. Familiar with failing, didn't stop prevailing, now he's a master at scaling. In the world of business, it's never plain sailing. From law education to app creation, based in startup nation, now he's after world domination. So here's a guy who ain't no phony, he won't talk baloney, he's the one and only Yoav Adomi. Yoav, welcome to the show and thanks for letting me pick your brain. Wow, Daniel, that was something, man. (laughs) <laughs> you've got some rep skills, I have to
1: say. Very surprising. Very, very surprising. Thank you. Very thank, nice. Thank, thank you, you thank so you,
0: much for having me. Sure. An absolute pleasure and an honor to have you on. Um, Yav, I want to actually, what I want to do with this conversation is you've had some incredible success with uh, scaling businesses. And so what I want to do is I want to talk about. You know, How do you go from an idea to creating the product, to raising capital, to hiring the right staff, to scaling a company, the whole, the whole gambit? But before we go into that, I'd like to get to know you better. What were you like growing up? Well, I,
1: I guess that I was, um, I, I had this ordinary um, growing up experience in uh, give a time, not far from Tel Aviv, probably you guys know it, mm-hmm. um, been uh, through, uh, you know, uh, the know and and uh, high school and then uh, got into the army, military service, officer, company commander. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, doing whoa slow down.
0: <laughs> So first <laughs> of all, first of all, of a lot of my, of most of my audience are actually uh, based out of Israel so All right. uh, you were in the Israeli army you went from uh, soldier to c- commander yeah
1: so so i have to say that um um it's not that uh um uh, weird you know in Israel to to be a, a commander and an mm-hmm. officer um okay. and and I have to say that in the tech world where so many um, um um entrepreneurs coming from the unit 8200 uh, which is the intelligence unit in, in 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 Israel and everyone are into tech and everything but I came from infantry and mm. it's a funny story that my 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 unit in is is in uh, um in my, in my reserve duties eight one 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 so all the time investor asks me if I'm coming from 8200, I'm saying no, it's even a, a secret, a more secret uh, a unit it's 8111, no one knows it, <laughs> knows it. but it's <laughs> practically nothing it's infantry, a reserve duty um, but I have to say that uh, being uh, a commander and being a company commander actually, and an officer in the Israeli army um, gives you probably some of the skills, the, the very needed skills that you need as an entrepreneur which is not a tech entrepreneur but an from the business side, where mm-hmm. you need to lead, you need to think, you need to, you know, to create to, the, the, the the idea, the creativity to to um, um, lead the team, which is probably one of the most important things that you you can you can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, so so definitely, I got some very important skills there. Um after the Army I started with my uh, uh law school and yep. during the first semester I had my 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 very first um I can say uh, experience with building the company where I had, an idea I sat in a coffee shop, it was back in 2004, and I sat in the coffee shop and I, I was thinking to myself, how cool would it be if I could see what's going on in the coffee shop, in bars, in the, in the sea, wherever I go in public places, if I can see a live streaming within my very old uh, 2.5 generation phone. Um, and, what phone and, 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 was it? It was, you know, this old Nokia's phones. Oh my god! Uh, the brick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Actually, exactly. And I thought, how cool, cool would it be? I, I'm a surfer, for example. If mm-hmm. I could see what's going on in the in the um, in the um, in, you know what the, the how is the waves before I I'm, I'm getting to the to the to the coast. And um, this idea, you know, I just started playing with this idea. I I, I started exploring the technology around it. I I, I built the team around this idea, and it, it, it is, um, 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 I can say it grew up to be a very interesting company in Israel called Realitech, um, and we, we were the first to deliver real live video streaming um, video. To you can say all devices before even the smartphone era. It was wow. very very exciting, very interesting. We end up with um, probably Daniel. You know those uh, live video cameras in the Western Wall, for example, yes. in the Jordan River, in the, um, all all along the the shores of Israel, um, bars, clubs. Very exciting times um,
0: many years ago. So <laughs> hold on, we well, all. This is an incredible story because you know, you were a typical, you know, a student, you've never had any experience in business or anything before. You're sitting in a yeah. coffee shop and you've got this idea, right? And it's a radical idea because nobody's done it before, right? Mm-hmm. The first thing I want to ask you, and, and this is really, you know, for our audience, for those listening that, you know, maybe they, they have, I, I, personally, I could speak for myself. I have ideas all the time. Right? Oh, what if what if we could? This would be cool if we could if I could do this, right? But then you always have those voices in your head that says, "Well, first of all, somebody must have done it already. And if nobody's (laughs) done it, if nobody's done it already, then it must be really a bad idea, right?" So, (laughs) did you get those voices in your head when you thought about this idea for live streaming? Well, it's very funny because
1: it's uh, it's not only voices in my head. Um, Yes. I, I, I myself, and I think that many entrepreneurs. Um, we tend to fall in love with our, our own ideas. And and more to it, I think that we, I, I'm the kind of entrepreneur that shares this idea practically with everyone, mm-hmm. with my friends, with my family. I ask them, what do they think of, of it? And I ask them um, if they know things like that, if they will use it. And I had always... Like um I don't want to say it's not like mentors. They they haven't been mentors to me yet, maybe. But I had my 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 um, um, brother-in-law, and I had another uh, relative of the family that I used to consult with. So one of them was very logic, and he he was he used to told me he he was um um uh, and still is a doctor in uh, in physics, and mm-hmm. he used to told me you have give me five minutes, and I'll give you ten reasons why you shouldn't do that (laughs) for every idea that I ever had. Five minutes, I'll give you 10 reasons why not to do that. And the other one that I I consulted with, he was an entrepreneur in his heart and he already ran a few companies. And with every idea that I had, he always told me it's a great one, do it this, do it it like this, do it like that. And and when I came to him with the um, uh, live streaming uh, video idea, Mm -hmm. so um, he ran, back in those days, um, uh, a company in the field of um, voice over IP. And he told me, listen, you can use my server and we can set up the first... Proof of concept, and you can take it and present it to the cellular company that I was after. And actually, I, I took his advice. I did it. I, I initiated this this very small proof of concept. Um, I'm just you know I'm putting live video in a in a in a, in a, in a, cell, a cell phone uh, um, broadcasting from a, a local bar, mm-hmm. and it it, it just worked. And and the cellular companies just just took it and invested money in it, and it really grew up very very fast because they were after content and I was providing them both with content and with technology. So it was like being in the right place in the right time in many, many ways.
0: Who would you recommend of the two people you just mentioned? And I love the fact that, I love that story, right? I love the fact that you had one guy who basically would give you 10 reasons not to do, and we all have that, those listening, right? You've all, We've all got people like that in our life who whenever you tell them, Any idea, they'll always shoot it down. They'll always give you ten reasons Mm why, why not to do it. Oh, that's a dumb idea. Don't don't do that. And this is why you shouldn't do that, right? And then there's also those people in your lives who, whatever you say, they'll always say, "Oh, yeah, that's great. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. You should definitely do it." You know, I'm thinking as you said that. I was thinking. I think both of those people are bad. Meaning, not bad people. I'm saying, I don't. I think those are negative. sure conversations to have because you don't want to have people who always will tell you yeah you should definitely do it because maybe the idea sucks maybe it's a terrible idea and you should not do that idea right but on the other hand you don't want to be speaking to people who are always going to you know say nah that's not going to work and this is why it's not going to work who sure would you advise yeah
1: I couldn't agree more. I just couldn't agree more. And I have to say that it took me a few years. Um, and I, it was only when I got to sit camp with my third company, WANA, and I came, um, and I, I came um, across a very interesting book. And actually, um, I had a lecture with the writer of the book, with the author of the book, the book called The Moms Test. Are you familiar with The Moms Test book?
0: No. What, the Moms Test the mom's test
1: yeah super interesting very 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 interesting i like really a mother, recommend like it
0: like a like a mother of a child
1: exactly exactly the mom's test Exactly, and this is a book that that it it, it it tells you how to ask the questions as an entrepreneur. So, and the, the reason for the for the title, the mom's test, means that you know when you're you have this great idea and you're coming to your mother and, and you're telling her, listen, this great idea that I have, <laughs> and a mother as a mother, she's telling, you, oh, you're so smart, you such a, I have such a genius <laughs> child, go with it, and it, it's the greatest idea I ever heard. And okay. that, as you mentioned, this is quite bad. So. <laughs> this book tells you how to ask the questions and, um, in, in, in the right way and not to sell and not to pitch all the time. And, you know, us as entrepreneurs, we, we are in a constant pitching mode in many ways. Mm-hmm. So it, it really um, helps you um to, it's again not to pitch but to ask the right questions to get r- the right feedback from your target audience for mm-hmm. example not to tell uh, uh, would you use this great um, I don't know app that broadcast live video from this and there but no but to ask people about their habits and how do they consume uh, um, um, for example video today or for example if it um, if, if, if it's if it's for uh, surfers to um, you know to to to, to to help surfers with uh, knowing the 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 condition of the the sea, so maybe ask them how do you do it today? How how do you find out? How, what's what's the, the um, you know the um, the um, the climate? What's <laughs> the, uh, the 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 waves uh, level and everything? So mm-hmm. really to to investigate rather than to pitch and sell. So and definitely this is something that I I adopt and I. i'm doing it as we speak i'm doing it nowadays when i'm developing a new product so definitely this is a skill that i
0: acquired later stage cool so what ended up happening with that particular company though um you said that you scaled it up you you became a market leader um did, did you sell it did you sell out
1: yeah, so I sold it to my partner and it is still existing today and more than 10 years after uh, we initiated wow. the company. Um, so this is, yeah, it's a, it's a it's why, did you s-
0: why did you decide to sell it if it was doing well? Well,
1: many reasons. I think that the main reason may be we were very much relying on the cellular companies for revenues. We had this great revenue share model with the cellular companies here in Israel. And um, the new era of smartphones really... You know, changed everything in many ways. Mm. People didn't have to go into their WAP website. I don't know if you remember that, mm. where, where if they had this WAP website that they really paid for content and and really changed everything. Now everyone could con- just consume their content directly from this, their smartphone, smartphones, and um, I, and I it felt to me, and I have to say that. Um, maybe a little bit too early because today as we all know it live video is is the the king nowadays Yeah um, But it felt to me like I need to go to the next thing and I had this great idea a new idea in my mm-hmm. mind And I really want to to um, pursue it in many ways um, So I just did five years were more than enough for me, and I just wanted to go to the next thing
0: cool uh, Do you mind if you it, uh, how much did you sell for is that something you can share publicly? well i'm not a
1: rich uh, person unfortunately <laughs> uh, yet because i invested i have to say I, inv- I invested all of my money that i gained from this sale in my new, in the new venture in the new company new company within in the um, location-based um, uh, um, arena um, which was uh, I had a lot of faith in it um, and uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not rich yet <laughs> um, but it's not everything you know it's the hundred percent
0: roads yeah so you you decide to take all the money that you got and invest it in this in this new business idea yeah. that you had what was the what was the business idea
1: well, as I mentioned, it was the start of the um, of the location-based um, location-based services uh, era because you know smartphones were there and new technologies that uh, you know uh, like uh, new ways to use the GPS in your device were mm-hmm. were out there and I thought of this incredible idea um, to I called it my my location my LBS that was the name of the company and it has two two um two products actually one was um, um, location-based reminder services so when you're setting a, a reminder in your smartphone you can not only say when but you can also say where for example remind me to take uh, I don't know the my mail from my parents house when I'm at my parents house or and then just you know to oh wow hold on let me house.
0: let me just get this just to make this very right. clear clear you're saying that let's say i know that i'm going to be you know, at a specific location somewhere and when i get there, i want to remember to pick up my whatever keys or my or my dry cleaning whatever it is right and then exactly. you take and or you take I the meet pin, a friend
1: for example Right. Or when I meet meet a friend, for example. I I want to, to I I have to tell you something, Daniel, I, I need to pin it I, I want to pin Daniel when I'm uh, close to Daniel. I need this push notification yeah, I can pin you. I can <laughs> pin you. I can,
0: Sounds like I can a voodoo when doll. I'm, <laughs> uh,
1: when I'm, when I'm, uh, for example, I need to remember to take my to buy groceries when I'm uh, getting out of uh, out of work, so I can say once I'm in, I don't know, 200 meters radius from my, um, I don't know, supermarket. That's so, such a
0: great idea. I mean, I love that you know, idea. How come I, know, I haven't I seen that anywhere? I don't know. I really need it. <laughs> but one second, really one second. It. When did you come up with this idea? Uh,
1: 2009, something well, like that. We're in
0: 2017 right now. So w- what a- where is this? Where, where, so what
1: this, a- I ha- I have to say that this was the first one. The second one, which I was m- maybe even more enthusiastic about, was Tinder in nine in 2010. Mm-hmm. I, I I um I, I called it Match Me, and it was all about you know m- matching between uh um you know um um um. um, 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 um matching between users uh, based on their uh, relationship status and so on, mm-hmm. and, um, and and of course, their their, their location. And I uh, built proof of concept of those two products, and I uh, also pitched it in a very interesting convention in London back in 2010, if I'm not mistaken, and I just couldn't raise money for it. I was too, I have to say, frankly, that I was premature in many ways. Um, really? I,
0: yeah, One second, yeah. so let me get this straight. This is very important because cause I feel like this whole conversation really is leading towards how do you really scale up a company because you've done that so well and we're going to talk about that. Um, but I'm liking the fact that you had an experience with an idea and a concept that to me sounds like such a brilliant idea and it should have worked. And you're saying it didn't work why like tell me exactly what was it what was the company called i think it was wanna right no, Warner? no 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 when no? i was after it when i was after it so what um, was this, this company com-
1: called lbs location-based services lbs it was my lbs yeah okay LBS. so you
0: went to you went to investors to pitch them the idea yeah. kind of like a shark tank situation so what happened at the pitch
1: so it was the first time that i was pitching for in, in front of investors during my first my, um, uh, during my first experience as an entrepreneur i didn't pitch to anyone because i i had clients from the first day and i didn't have yeah. to raise any money so okay. this was the first attempt for me to raise money and um, it's it's not that easy i, I found <laughs> out okay. and i was a solo entrepreneur and this is maybe one of the the the, the, the you know the struggles uh, as an entrepreneur i don't Recommend it whatsoever to be a solo entrepreneur. I mm-hmm. didn't have the right team with me. You know, I hired people, but they were were not co-founders, and they were not you know, one that you are um, you know um, attacking the and, 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 and the 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 field with them, and they're not really you know partners and and everything. And you need you're saying
0: they want to, uh, invested in the company. You're saying that you yeah. need a team that's invested team. in the company.
1: In many ways, so I had some, I had some, uh, I had some, you know, investors that thought that this is this this might be a great idea, and they asked for a letter of intentions from many, um, you know, things that will help them uh, decide on the on the venture, and they mm-hmm. they didn't want to lead the round, and I, I I think that it was in many ways my my inexperience, you know, my, my lack of experience mm-hmm. with raising capital and building teams because it was, it went so smoothly during the first time. So during the the, the second mm-hmm. time, it was much, 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 much harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just lost momentum. And I, as I mentioned, I didn't sell the company for a fortune. So I didn't have that much time. I couldn't, uh, you know, um, I couldn't, um uh, take salary or anything like that so after like 10 months i had to go to the next thing and uh, unfortunately i had to drop it and i have to say today seven eight years later mm. i still think that you know there was something there that i just missed um, mm. but you know it it built me towards the next thing
0: so what did you take and what can our listeners i guess learn from that lesson in terms of pitching to an investor have you pitched since by the way
1: Wow! Wow! So many, <laughs> so many times you can. Really? I, I can't even remember. How much money have yeah.
0: you raised uh, in total? Would you say
1: around far? Um, around um, four hundred thousand dollars. This was the capital for Wana that I raised. Okay. Uh, and um, and so yeah, so I raised four hundred thousand dollars. That was the last uh, last time I raised money.
0: Cool. So, how did you raise the four hundred thousand dollars this time, whereas last time you failed? What was the difference? What did you have? Dif- what did you do differently?
1: So, first of all, team. Um, mm-hmm. I, I decided never to be a solo entrepreneur. Uh, it's it, it, it just I think this is one of the big no-nos when you're um, coming in front of investors. So I built like a strong team of the people Why do you CMO think that? Oh, I st- want
0: to stop you there for a second because this I, I feel like this is gold right here. Um, because I feel like most people who are entrepreneurs, who call themselves entrepreneurs and who are in business are solo entrepreneurs, most most people, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that investors are turned off by solo entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, I should say?
1: So So many reasons, so many reasons. One of the reasons is that you need someone near you, shoulder to shoulder, to help you when you're down to lift you up and you need you need you need this because uh, being an entrepreneur it's like a roller coaster you're up and down and you need someone to be on your side and you know you have to be it's like a, to create this very important synergy between the, the two of you mm-hmm. you can't be this entrepreneur that is on top of business technology marketing and everything you need to create the, this team that you know everyone is taking a chunk out of this very very important um, piece of the company. So you just um, said you
0: just you, said two things there. So number one is you said loneliness, which I think is crucial, right? Yeah. There's so many people who when you're on your own, and you guys listening to this, you know how this feels, right? When you're on your own, it can get really, really lonely. And even if you've got people who are, you know, working for you abroad or VAs and, and you know that kind of thing, you outsource, it gets very lonely because you've got nobody to bounce ideas off. You've got nobody, like you said, you off to pick you up when you're down or to mm-hmm. bounce ideas off. And yeah, it, that holds, I feel like it holds a lot of people back. The second thing that you said, or which is, is really crucial as well, is that to scale a company, you've got to have different skill sets right you mentioned uh, the technical side the sales side the marketing side um you've got the visionary right you've got different the finance side and most mm-hmm. people most people don't they're not they, they don't excel in all of those areas usually most people excel in one or two of those areas right and so i guess what you're saying yav is that you've got to really partner with with people who Are really really good at uh, the things that you're not good at, right?
1: Definitely, definitely. It's really rare to see a solo entrepreneur, you know, does everything, and and I and I think Mm -hmm. that that today um, VCs and the family offices and just any any investor really um, try to to. the team is probably the most important thing when when an investor is coming to to um, um, do due, due, due diligence and to uh, mm-hmm. even think of investing in in a venture definitely
0: mm. that 's really important and and it 's crucial uh, because ultimately in terms of scale even if you don 't get an investment right even if uh, you 're not interested in in getting investors involved but just scaling a company. You've gotta have you gotta have a great team. Without a team you can't do it on your own. It's impossible. Sure. It's just sure, impossible. Sure. You
1: you have to have this, you know, um, ideas around you. You can't you know mm-hmm. you know, there's a saying in poker, I don't know if you're a poker player, but there's a <laughs> saying that don't fall in love with your two queens. You know, you tend to fall in love with your own ideas, yeah. with your own two queens. You need right. someone Right near you that you trust to tell you this. You have this is a bad idea. Let's do it this way. Let's do it that mm-hmm. way. It, you just can't do it all alone. So yeah, I really, I really relate. I really relate to, really diversic, relate to that. Diversific, diversific, uh, diversification, sorry, diversification of ideas. <laughs> yeah. It's so very important.
0: Yeah, in my company, I've got a business partner who. I'm the guy who basically always comes up with new ideas and I'm always excited by these new ideas and how we can expand and we can provide this service and we could do this. And he, every time I get on the phone with him, I'm like, Jeremy, I've got this great idea. And he's like, Daniel, 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 we need to focus on what we're doing <laughs> now. And it's like, I love it. I love that because I need to be told that. Because if I didn't have him as a partner, and i and i my first company that i that i started i made that i made that uh, mistake that i was on my own and every idea i had i went for it because i thought oh this is a great idea we're going to we're going to offer this service and you know i've got like 300 clients so all i need to do is offer another service and then boom we've got another revenue hmm. stream yeah and then like 3 <laughs> months later or 6 months later it flops and it fails, and now i'm going back six months because i 've just wasted all that time, and you know the company suffers because i've i've you know shifted and uh, away from the core of the business so that's like one example um, sure. and, and it, so it, it's important it's so so key yeah, love it and you actually you you were the CEO of a company uh which at the time it had fifteen paying customers right and then yeah. you you scaled it to over 3500 paying customers. Again, was that? Would you say that the reason that you were able to scale so quickly was because of the, the team that you built around the company?
1: Um, well, it has a lot to do with the team, definitely. I have to say that it has a lot to do with pivoting the, the, the product <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. also because um, when I just got to the company, it was called Ar- Armadil. It's still called Armadil. Um, we provided uh, websites for small, medium businesses and mm-hmm. um, the product was just not good enough. And we tried to 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 just deliver um websites to businesses to charge them like the 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 I I can say the irregular fees but the platform wasn't ready for that the platform wasn't good Mm -hmm. enough to Um, just generate just any website but and I have to say this is a very important but what we identified that what we can do and what we can excel with is producing multiple website to um, multiple um, um, businesses and we created this concept of um, we called it um, um, four four pages in a website something like that that Mm -hmm. any just any small business we can provide him with four pages website for um, four, four pages website in a very very quick way we created this uh, website generator uh, in many ways like like weeks today um, and we, we started with segments we took the for example the um, insurance companies and insurance agents actually um, segments and we offered um, almost for free um but on a on a on a monthly subscription, a website for an, an, any just any uh, insurance uh, agent, and it really really took off, and very quickly we we started um, um, providing um, websites to hundreds of insurance agents. And mm-hmm. after that came more um, and other segments of lawyers and other segments of uh, of uh, doctors. And we, we, we were very successf- successful with that. And mm-hmm. then it got interested, interesting because Google uh, came to us with the project called uh, G- GXBO. It mm. was a worldwide project of Google called um, Getting X Businesses Online. The X, state, mm-hmm. it, the X stands for uh, the yeah. name of the company. In Israel, is Getting Israeli Businesses Online. Mm-hmm. And we teamed up with Google and we provided um, a, a, a actually a free website for any business in Israel. So wow. this is where the, the scaling really took off, and it was a super, super interesting um, project. We ended up with more than 150,000 websites uh, delivered to Israeli um, um, small medium businesses in Israel. Um, mm. Super interesting, super, I lo- super what, interesting.
0: What, what I love about that, and again, you know, on the topic of s- how to scale a company, um, we talked about obviously, you know, having a, an incredible team. Um, but then another thing that you're mentioning here is partnering with a big company like google you know doing a strategic mm-hmm. partnership you know i've seen so many times where companies have you know kind of you know they've 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 plateaued you know they kind of hit a certain uh place and then they and they can't really you know, get that spike that they need to really scale. Mm -hmm. And when they start partnering with other companies and they start tapping into the resources and tapping into their client base, there's nothing more powerful, there's no more powerful way to scale than to really create those strategic partnerships. Um, definitely that. that's definitely. incredible but it is a
1: hard thing to do you know it's it's yes. not that easy it has to be you need to be focused on that it, you need to work on that you need to it's not that something that just happened you need to do mm-hmm. business development this is a this is like um uh, an assignment it is, you need to be focused on that so yeah. it won't happen just because i don't know you're just um, out of luck you need to work yeah. in it you see what i mean
0: yeah, 100%. And I would also just throw out there that you don't always have to go after the big boys, you don't have to go for Google, right? Uh, you know, going for, let's say 10 to 20 small companies that are in your niche, that are serving similar clients to you, and just doing, you know, strategic partners, partnerships with them, the that could be so powerful for a small company sure. to go from you know, six figures to a million dollars plus. I mean, that to me, it's, it, it's the fastest way to do that is to really, uh, to leverage those relationships.
1: No doubt about it.
0: I wanna go back though, um, to what you were talking about with the teams. Cause I think you, you said something that's uh, really interesting. And you said that not only should you build a team, but you should build a team that's invested in the company. Um, now, a lot of people listening might think, "Well, hold on a second. If I build a team of of people who are all, you know, founders of the company or or have, uh, you know, a share in the company, I'm going to have like a very tiny share in the business, right?" Mm-hmm. So, what what would you say to that?
1: So, first of all, cap table um, is one of the most important things that you need to think of when you're raising raising money because you can mm-hmm. do so many mistakes, and I have to say. I did all of the mistakes I, <laughs> and I, I encourage always entrepreneurs to learn from my mistakes and not to do that but you can do so many mistakes when you are um, you know just um, you know splitting shares and uh, you know uh, and um, you know taking investment in uh, in this or another kind of valuation then you are also getting um, um, letting some of the of the mm-hmm. shares of the company to, to the of course to the investor but there are lawyers that want shares of the company there are accountants that sometimes it wants to share of the companies, not to mention, of course, co-founders. So yeah. as I see it, um, you have to to build the right round and to think of all of those things ahead because it is very tricky and very hard to change it in a later stage. So you need to, 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 to realize how much capital are you do you need to fulfill your 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 mission? For example, are you going to raise only, for example, seed uh, five hundred thousand dollars seed, and then two million dollars uh, round A, and that's it? or you're for example a b2c company that needs i don't know 30 50 100 million dollars so it's very different in terms of the of, of the cap table and how you, you 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 split the the shares sure but um, that's
0: that yo that's that's talking about investments i want to kind of move away from investments for a second hmm. and just talk about the team you want to build a team of people around you. So you want somebody who's a great marketer. You want somebody who's you know good at finance. You want somebody who's you know great at sales. You want somebody who's good at maybe the customer service side. Like yeah. you want to build the departments. Um, you know, giving away shares to 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 like, give you one example. You know, let's say somebody listening to this that wants to have a sales team. Right. You're not mm-hmm. going to give away. Equity in your company to all your sales reps, right? That doesn't make sense. Of course sense. not. Of course not. So what do you mean when you say that you need everybody in the team to be invested? How, if they're not getting shares in the company, how else can you get them invested in your company?
1: So, so first of all, I think that ideal, you need three co-founders in the company, and it really depends. It really depends what kind of company you are building in terms of mm-hmm. what what positions are um, uh, uh, that you have, but. Ideal, you need three co-founders, two, three, not not more than that, because then you'll get to the share uh, problem. You'll get mm-hmm. to the to the yeah. capital uh, problem. Uh, other than that, it's very much um, um, you know, it's very typical to allocate ten percent of the company uh, to an option uh, an option pool. And this is where, for example, as you mentioned, uh, sales team and adv- advisory board, and I don't mm-hmm. know who uh, that you you need on your on your um, to be invested in the company in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be part of the of the option pool. Um, but I think that three co-founders are taking around, let's say, ninety percent of the company b- b- before the first investment leaving 10 percent as in the option pool this can be uh, a good way uh, to start how to split between the the three of you it really 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 depends on what each and every one of you brings to the table whether it's experience whether it's money or um, um, uh, work um, w- full-time work in the company so it really depends
0: hmm. okay cool so we talked about in terms of scaling a company we talked about a, having an, a team, that's crucial, right? You can't do it alone. Um, what else would you say is is crucial for scaling a company? I mean, you you took your company, uh, Swiftik, um to over a million apps using your service, right? You have a million small business apps using your service today, right? So besides for the team, uh, and we also talked about strategic partnerships. So besides for the team, and and having strategic partnerships in place um when joint ventures what other what other things would you recommend for a business to really scale up
1: so I'm, I'm not sure if it's only for scaling up but definitely this is part of it you have to be creative you have to think in a very creative mode, you have to use growth, ta- growth hacking tactics in order to grow. I'll give you a great example that, that w- about something that we did. Mm-hmm. We thought back in, in, in WANA, WANA was a, a location-based market, uh, marketplace uh, uh, platform. We connected between the good, goods and, uh, and services um, based on their location. And, um,
0: Wait, hold on, that's we, like an Alibaba? Are you talking about something like an Alibaba?
1: No, 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 no. It was a a marketplace where parents could, you know, if you had, for example, uh, you wanted to buy um, uh, a baby stroller and you Mm -hmm. had someone uh, right next to you looking to sell a baby stroller. So we connected between Oh,
0: that's like Craigslist.
1: Yeah, that's like Craigslist in many ways, but it's um, um, uh, Craigslist uh, in uh, in a mobile app, but uh, much much better. And it's not only um, a product; it's also services. And it's um, Craigslist. You're saying what you want to sell. Here we gave the option to say, "I want to buy. I interesting. want to hire." Oh, that's interesting very interesting concept and what yeah. and by the way what what we what we thought and at the beginning we we came across task that you probably know and we we thought that it's going to be a very um good idea to be in touch with Leah boski she's the ceo of task rabbit what and, is task um, just
0: for those listening oh, that
1: don't t- t- task is a very popular um service today platform in the united states today it started with um um the ability for anyone just to hire a task this is how they call it, the task to hire someone to do it, their their chores for example okay. i'm looking someone to um you know buy the an iphone uh, the, new, the newest iphone for me and i don't want to stand in line for 24 oh, hours so okay. i have a task rabbiter doing this for me or i need mm-hmm. someone to um you know to um, paint my house so i can hire a task grabbiter. so mm-hmm. This this Leah Boski she's a, 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 an entrepreneur a female entrepreneur super super interesting um, and she had this this great 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 ideas and great uh, I think experience with building her company and we thought that we can really use her experience and knowledge um, to help us build uh, build our companies because we identified a lot of mutual things between the two products without them competing with between one another mm-hmm. and we were really focused on connecting with her and here's the Creativity when it comes to um, to action, and we 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 started speaking. She, she sits in the Silicon Valley. We t- sit in we sit in Tel Aviv, and <laughs> um, and we we, we started to, to ask people how we can get, how can we get there. Mutual friends, and everyone told us she just raised uh, 40 million dollars. She had her, she has her hands full. She wow. won't won't respond no matter what, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it was so important to us and we really made this uh, little investigation on her and we found out that she, she's a, a dog lover and she found <laughs> that, uh, she found the Taskrabbit basically you know we saw interviews with her. Uh, she found the Taskrabbit because um, she, she, it was uh, winter and she wanted someone to bring food to her dog or something to buy food for a dog. Oh that's and, so
0: cool. What a great story. And,
1: so, a dog's name was Emerson, and it was Mother's Day uh, in, the, uh, in the States. And what we did, we hired a task rabbiter, um, to No and, and actually way. One of her employees, we hired him in San Francisco, and we gave him a mission. We told him, L- go to a pet shop, take um, this basket with great treats, put great treats on, on it. I and love this. We, we wrote a letter and we, we, we aimed it to Emerson to her dog and it was like dear Emerson <laughs> you're, you're so lucky and you have such a great mother and it's his mother's day and we're oh from Israel and this and that genius and his mission and his task was to bring this basket with with the the letter uh, to, to Rabbit yeah to the dog at their office at Rabbit offices because we knew Genius. that he, he's hanging there and we gave him an extra $50 you know to put it on camera and an extra $50 to deliver it personally to the dog and to other uh, uh, and it worked perfectly it was first of all he was super excited he said he was working for TaskRabbit for three years he never never visited their offices and, hmm. and uh, so he did it with uh, great joy and um um we, we she got it and she was very very much appreciated appreciative and um, and uh, she also of course uh, uh, respected the you know the way that we approached and we had this great session of how they they, they scaled and how they launched and we talked so about So hold on
0: the- you found somebody who was in a similar market to what you were doing right Exactly and she had huge success she just raised did mm-hmm. you say 14 million dollars right 4-0, 40, 40. Oh, four Wow, fourteen million dollars, and you basically wanted to get in touch with this person so you could pick their brain, right? That's the name of exactly. the show. Can I pick exactly? Them? But here's the thing, right? She's super busy. She's super successful. Why would she talk to me, right? Why would she talk to me? What I love, absolutely love, about this story is you really, really got creative and thought. And I love this question because th- honestly, every one of you listening to this, this is like one of those things that you have no excuses now. Anybody <laughs> you know, anyone, I challenge everyone listening to this, I give you a challenge. Anybody that you want to get in touch with, you can get in touch with. All of those excuses that you that we make up in our heads, it's complete and utter crap. It's nonsense. Because there's always a way to get in touch with someone. Here, in 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 your story, of, you asked a question that's very powerful, and I think that that's the key. The key to getting to anybody is asking this question. What exactly. is this person most passionate about? And you've gotta do your research, and seriously, guys, uh, you know, listening to this, I mean, how hard could it be in today's world where you've got Google, you've got Facebook, you've got LinkedIn, to research a person and to find out within Ten minutes, fifteen minutes, hmm. twenty minutes to find out what they 're really passionate about it 's not that difficult and then once you know what that is, so in your case Yav it was she loves 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 her dog hmm. then the question is okay let 's find out more about this dog so you know and again, this could be obviously different in in in, in other people 's cases, but again researching W- more about what it is that they're passionate about and then coming up with an idea of okay now how do we you know uh use this information to essentially get in the door and that's what you did and you did it incredibly well i absolutely love that story because it really kind of brings home the power of being creative and just thinking outside the box because so many people do the same Thing, right? They'll send an email and then they'll send another email and they'll maybe make a phone call, you know, and whatever it is, and they'll give up because, oh, well, they didn't answer my email and, oh, they didn't answer my phone call, so I guess there's no way I can get in touch with them. Exactly. Nonsense. It's nonsense. It's excuses. It's, it's, this is brilliant. I love it. So, exactly. Just to kind of bring it back to what we're saying, Joff, so, so we've brought down the, the three keys to scaling your company so far is building a team, right? You've got to go from solopreneur to a team. Um, And part B of that is the team has to be somewhat invested in the company, because if you've just got a bunch of people who are working for you on salary, then they are dispensable. They'll just, they can get up and leave uh, whenever they want. If, if there's more money on the table for them at another company, they'll walk away. But if, some, if you could find a way to creatively get them invested in your company, whether it's giving away shares, or sometimes you could be creative and, uh, and get them invested in other ways, then they're gonna stay with you and they're gonna be more passionate and they'll build the company together with you. Uh, number two was we said, look at strategic um, uh, uh, partnerships. Right. Mm -hmm. Look at strategic partnerships that you can tap into their client base, you can tap into their resources and you can share your client base and your resources with them and then you can scale together. And if you can do that with two, three, four, 10, 20 companies, that is the quickest way to scale. And then the third thing that you said, Jov, which is brilliant, is you've got to really get creative. Don't do what everybody else is doing right if you want the same results as 90% of the businesses out there then just do the same thing as they're doing but if you want the results that 10% of the successful companies then you need to think out of the box and think differently and be the
1: 10% right i would just i would just add one more thing which is very very important yeah. is never scale before you are hitting product market fit otherwise okay. it just just be a big waste of your, of your time you need to first be on um, to hit product market fit and then Can, can you elaborate really on that?
0: What, what do you mean exactly by, by yeah, product market wh- fit? Because because when you are
1: when you are first launching a product and you think that it is this is like great and everything and then you get those metrics and you know you 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 want to hit those kpis of rete- of retention and lifetime value mm-hmm. and I, it really depends on the product but maybe income and everything but in m- many times the first product that you launch it's like a bucket with f- that fulls of uh, 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 fulls with holes mm-hmm. and if you're trying to scale too early, so you're just going to get, you know, may, may, maybe you're going to get lots of water in the bucket, but again, many holes. So you'll have mm. to, first you have to go and get into the this product market fit situation when you have a bucket without holes, and then you need to scale up um, uh, the company in order to, make, to be successful.
0: You're saying so. that you need to basically have everything organized and ready exactly. for scale, because if you're not ready, then which is actually what happens with a lot of companies is they scale too fast and they just go bust uh, because they didn't have the systems in place Uh, and that's also key I I think maybe that's the fourth key here to scaling a company right is is the systems you you know having a great team and then having you know tons of leads because you've got all these uh, partnerships Mm -hmm. set up and you've got these creative uh, ways to scale and you've thought of creative ways to, to to get in touch with people who have sort of been there already and can give you the advice to scale. But if you don't have the systems in place that can handle that scale, you're going to be screwed, mm-hmm. right? And so maybe exactly. I guess that's the fourth key to this is that you've got to have the systems in place ready before you scale Exactly. Up. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. I love this. Um, Jov, um, what do you think is the next big thing to happen uh, in, the, in this space? In the world of business.
1: I, I'm working on it nowadays, so this Let's is the most it. exciting exciting thing that I can I can tell. And mm-hmm. um, we're working on, on a very 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 interesting project. Um, today we are in many ways uh, pivoting what we are doing today in Swift Swiftic, as you mentioned before, is the probably the world's biggest uh, do-it-yourself app builder, um, mm-hmm. with um, tens uh, more than 1.5 million apps being built on our platform. Wow. And today we are doing something very very interesting. We're about to take this um, entire platform, and um, to um, take it into a new niche of social influencers. I bet that you know the the field of uh, influencer marketing that is getting oh, very 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 yeah. trendy, and Big time. the brand brands are after. Um, you know they're going from celebs endorsement to micro influencers and influencers mm-hmm. endorsements, and we're really seeing. Um, we we actually identified that many of our clients are influencers and we tried in, to think of why are they building so many apps with us while you know our platform is very much um you know business oriented and we figured out that all of those influencers and we had influencers and uh, and uh, musicians and uh, public figures and even congregations we we figured out that they they all are all leaders influencers they all have fans supporters and um, and followers Um, And as such, they are very much in the social world today, you know, using Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, of course, so many YouTube creators. And what they're missing, as we see it today, is their own... Um, Swiftick their own mobile app the reason and I think that this is where it gets really interesting that today all of those creators and I believe Daniel, if I may that maybe you are also one of those creators today here you go creating um your own uh, your own uh, brand in many ways your own mm-hmm. uh, uh, your own um, um, podcast, show. podcast show exactly mm-hmm. so um, um they have a few problems that are driving from one another so the the first problem is they're using um, they're not using their own asset, they're relying solely on on social platforms like Facebook and YouTube and and Mm -hmm. so on so this is the first one. So they're very much restricted by the platforms. They, they, if they're doing a foul, their platform can be just shut, shut down in in a minute. So this is the mm-hmm. first one. Second, second thing, and maybe most important one, they have no data on their followers and fans. So they don't really know their followers and fans by their name, email, telephone numbers, mm-hmm. whatever. They they can 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 get. Um, so it, it is a big problem. And this is the, it comes to the third problem, which is the monetization, which is also very much restricted, and they can't really leverage their, influence, their full influential power. So what mm-hmm. we're going to do today, we're going to tap on those problems, and we're going to create a personal asset, a mobile asset to influencers to give them the ability to collect data on their followers and then to wow. leverage it and do monetization in so many ways and to connect brands. To date and to connect uh, marketplace to it, we're, we're building a very, very, very exciting product nowadays. Wow! Maybe we, we, I'll give you the full story in another time.
0: For sure. So, what, what will it look like uh, once it's launched? What will that look like? Um,
1: well, so I go on.
0: Just let's walk, walk me through it. So I go on to the platform, and <laughs> what can I do there? You're, you're, it's going to be. I'm, I always say it's going
1: to be as easy as opening your Twitter account in many okay. ways building and your then, own mobile asset is going to be as easy as opening your twitter account meaning that you're going to click start and then we're going to ask you who you are i'm an influencer in the mm-hmm. field of for example um um, um t- t- tech blogging or beauty yep. or whatever cooking <clears throat> and then we're going to ask you um where are you active for example instagram facebook, twitter and facebook right, right exactly and we'll take it from there automatically generating using of course a very very powerful engine automatically mm-hmm. generating your own identity um, in, 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 in your mobile app because we, we know how to uh, um, um, scrape your you know your uh, um, your photos and and, and, and data oh, wow. and everything into this one very very nice app where you can add uh, uh, forms and chat and social feed and so many stuff wow. into it that's so
0: cool so for example if let's say i'm running a company and i want to scale the company through influencer marketing and i want to get in touch with certain influencers who can uh, really kind of create a lot of buzz in my mm-hmm. in my with for my company i would go to this app and basically search for those influencers
1: no so probably you're going to go to marketplace and search for influencers but okay. on those marketplaces you can see the ones that are using swiftic and that they have a mobile app. So you can go to those influencers with mobile app and leverage their data and to use, not only to use them for posting something very general in Facebook or in Instagram, but also to use the force of newsletter and email marketing and, um, and, and SMS and- uh, Oh, so this ta- is for the, so the influencer. This is for the influencer then. This is not for the. Exactly. Okay, I got it. So
0: you're working with influencers for influencers to to get more in touch with their network and to keep in touch and to build the network and to speak to the network. Exactly. It's for the influencers. That is really cool. Exactly. Exactly. That's very cool.
1: We are putting, in many ways, the influencers in the driver's seat. Today, the platforms, the social platforms, are in the driver's seat. We are putting the influencers there. I
0: love that. And, and how can the influencers uh, you know make can they make money off of that platform is it a way to monetize it for them
1: sure sure this is part of our, our intention is, is to help them monetize the the platform so we have many 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 ideas in in mind including mm-hmm. connecting them with brands directly including putting um, ads with uh, uh, inside the, the um, mm-hmm. native ads inside the, the apps and um, and this is this is part of it and we we're talking about direct and indirect um, monetization, um, so wow. any, every influencer could could just you know do it. Um, I think I think we
0: just uh, I think we just tapped into our fifth key to uh, successfully scaling a company, and that is to tapping into the power of influencers, which is huge today. Yeah, absolutely huge. huge. Absolutely huge.
1: Yeah. Absol- What's the company? Absolutely.
0: When when is this going to be launched? This platform? Hopefully in two months. Oh Hopefully wow! Two, two months. months. Yeah. Two months from now. Very cool. Um, so that's uh, what are we talking? September, October. So around uh, November time. Yeah. 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 November. Early November. Do you Early have a November. name? A name for the for the company? Is it or is it just gonna Sif, uh, Swiftik? Swiftik. Swiftik, going to be Swiftic? Swiftic. Swiftic. is going to be Swiftic under Swiftic. Okay. Cool. And so for those listening, uh, if they want updates on that or if they want to somehow get signed up for it once it's launched, where do they go?
1: Well, we have a Facebook page at uh, Swiftic, um, mm-hmm. uh, so you can you can find more information there, and on our website, of course, um, you will be able to register to the newsletter and everything and get all of the updates.
0: Brilliant! And what's the best way for uh, the listeners to get in touch with you personally?
1: So the easiest way is, is directly to my email. It's a yoav y o a v at mm-hmm. swiftic dot com, and Love I'm it. always available to anyone.
0: And, of course, all those links and resources will be in the show notes, and you can get the show notes by going to danielgeffen.com forward slash 99. That's danielgeffen.com forward slash 99. Guys, I can't believe it's actually episode 99. This is insane. Um, Episode 100 is going to be really cool, uh, and it's going to be coming out soon. Um, I want to remind our listeners as well that if you haven't subscribed on iTunes, please do me a fat, massive, huge, gigantic favor and just hit that subscribe button because when you do that, I basically go up in the rankings on iTunes. Um, I'm currently ranked, I think, in the top 40 and I really, really wanna get to the top 10. And so for you, yes, you uh, listening to this, just click that button Um, you'll be helping me and uh, that would be huge. Jov, thank you so much for letting me pick your brain and uh, thank you to all my fellow brain pickers. I'm looking forward to the day when I'll be picking your brain. You've been listening to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast. Inspiration without perspiration is like a tiger without teeth. So to put these ideas into action, head over to danielgeffen.com.